We welcome back every uh, second hour, every hump day, uh, my buddy who hosts the uh, hour before this program, Mark Levine. Mark is a former legislative counsel to Democratic Congressman Barney Frank and the House Judiciary, Homeland Security, and Financial Services Committees. And he will soon be a delegate. He is a delegate-elect for the great state of Virginia. My buddy Mark Levine is in the house. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Happy hump day. Hey, I'm doing good. Happy hump day, Leslie. Um, you know, we were just talking. We should share what we were talking about off the air, okay? Um, you and I are going to talk about uh, the history that was made when two women are going to be graduating from the Army Ranger course, which I, as a chick, am very stoked about. Um, but Mark, uh, you know, our executive producer that we share, uh, he he was saying off the air that millennials um, are perplexed and didn't realize that there were no women in the Navy SEALs or that women didn't fight in combat. My seven-year-old daughter didn't believe me when I told her that there had never <laughs> been a, there had never been a girl president. I had to say girl, you know, to a seven-year-old. Right. Um, because what, she asked me why I was voting for Hillary Clinton, and I wasn't going to go through my ideology politically with a seven-year-old. But I explained to her one of the reasons, I'm not going to lie, is that, you know, she's a woman. And, and I say this because um, in 2015, most people just assume, oh, yeah, they can fight in combat. Oh, yeah, they, they're a Navy SEAL. Oh, yeah, there must have been a female president somewhere. Um, this is the United States of America for crying out loud. This this is history in the making, and kudos to these two women. But women have been trying uh, for decades, not to say anything you can do, I can do better, but anything you can do, I can do if you let me try. Well, it has been going on for, for decades. Frankly, uh, I thought around the time that the gay and lesbians, uh, gay men and lesbians would be permitted to serve, that uh, women would be allowed into combat. But it was the same people who opposed both. It was the same people who said it's not proper. And, and my rule is, and I know we'll talk more about it after the break, but my rule has always been hold men and women to the same standards. Now, don't have a yep. lesser standard for women. Right. But if you hold men and women to the same standards and the women can do some of those tough physical acts that the men can do, then of course they should be allowed to serve. And frankly, there's some jobs like combat pilot where a smaller, quicker body, you know, you don't need physical strength, uh, but uh, you do need to have a quick mind and, and be agile and, and perhaps women would be even better in that role. I could not get through a day of this. Uh, a day, maybe an, maybe two hours. I couldn't even get – two hours would be pushing it. I mean the, the kind of uh, – you know, training and the, 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 the regiment they would have to go through to complete these courses. We'll be back with my buddy and yours, Mark Levine. Pick up the phone and join us. You want to weigh in on the conversation, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Talking about two women who've now made history by becoming the first female soldiers to complete their courses at the Army's exhausting Ranger School. Uh, and uh, the women, they're graduating this Friday. What next? We'll be back. Radio on the Leslie Marshall Show Network. Mark, we are talking about two women. Uh, oh, I have to do one other thing first, Mark. You understand, and this is called a commercial. Uh, so sorry, Mark just did tell me, and I just did say yes, yes, got it, will do. But let me tell you about this. I've told you about this, and this is true. I, you know, we don't have. I, I don't. I don't put my name on anything 
that I don't use, I don't like, and that, you know, if I'm telling you, hey, I like this, I use this, it's true. I'm not going to BS you because this is my show, I own it, my name's on it, and it matters to me. And I've told you before that if you eat too much, eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, it can give you an upset stomach, right? Well, experts say that nearly, uh, eventually, all of us will develop some sort of digestive problems as we age because our stomach produces less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So you might say, I don't understand, it never bothered me when I ate onions and peppers or spicy food or dairy. So that may give you a queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, right? I have reflux. I was diagnosed when I was like 18. Well, this is what I do. I used to have a script for something that's now sold over the counter. Did it work? Eventually. But now I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is oral and a digestive supplement. It's 100% natural, and I love that. Gutsy Chewy was invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He's a gastroenterologist and a dentist. When he and I uh, first got together and he asked me to try it, I was amazed. You know, the fact that it tastes good and comes with citrus and wild berry aside, um, it works faster than my prescription, and it is 100% natural. They're gluten-free, they're lactose-free, and what happens is he blended natural heartburn remedies. Uh, stuff like papaya, licorice root, apple cider vinegar, calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health, too, because he's a dentist as well as a gastroenterologist. And when your your body has those working together, they help your body to naturally defend against heartburn and reflux and all that stuff that makes you feel queasy, uneasy, and refluxy. And when you do, take that Gutsy Chewy. You'll feel better. It's better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's GutsyProducts.com. And like I said, I'm talking with my buddy Mark Levine here, and we're talking about the two women who will graduate from the Army Ranger course uh, this uh, Friday. Uh, Mark, what happens now? I mean, this is an exhausting program when you you know look at it and read online and research into it, uh, the Army's Ranger uh, School. Now, what happens? I mean, they are the two women, the first two women to ever graduate from this program. But that doesn't mean that they don't necessarily be in combat. Right. Uh, because they are, they are graduates of the program. They've shown they can handle the program. It is exhausting. Uh, if, if you read about it, you see that there's, you know, it's not just sit-ups and pull-ups. It's basically surviving in the forest without much food, parachute jumps, you know, military mountaineering, assaults on helicopters, a 12-mile foot march, uh, swimming test. Uh, you get the idea. It's, it's I, I don't, uh, you couldn't pass it, Leslie. I couldn't either, and I, and I say that without any uh, real uh, uh, qualification, uh, that it, it's a very grueling test. But just because they passed the test, which, by the way, was the, the current class started with 381 men and 19 women, and at the end it was, um, I'm getting the, the information right here, uh, I know there were only two women, I think some, uh, what was it, 90 men? In any case, uh, just because they passed, doesn't mean that they can serve because there are still rules about women serving in combat, still old sexist rules. And I remember when I used to argue this, uh, here, 94 men, two women. So basically uh, three out of four men failed, uh, and, and only these two women succeeded. In any case, the, the, when I used to argue about this, I used to hear people say, well, you know, women shouldn't be under different standards for men, and it's not fair to have women have strength tests that are less than men's and so forth. 
And, and I agree. I, if the job requires physical strength, the woman needs to have physical strength. Now, there are definitely women stronger than I am. Um, it, but, but if it doesn't require physical strength, then it shouldn't have to have it. I don't know how much physical strength it requires to be a combat pilot. It requires dexterity, to be sure. Uh, it requires intelligence. But the ability to withstand physically being turned around a lot. You know, you can't get dizzy easily, things like that, but not necessarily your ability to to do a uh, a, a bench press. I mean, that's not necessarily something that, that really would be required to be a combat pilot. So, But as long as the job requires physical strength, then give women and men the same standard. These women passed what they call the men's standard. They passed the same standard. There's no reason not to allow them in combat roles. I, I agree. Uh, do you think that this will be the beginning of that? I do. I do. The other example they gave, and by the way, saying they couldn't pass a physical test is at least a reasonable thing to say. Again, uh, unreasonable in the sense that there are women who can pass these physical tests, but it's reasonable to demand they pass a physical test. There was also an unreasonable argument that used to be made when, when I worked for Barney Frank on this issue, and that was, oh, well, if women are in combat, then men will rush in to save them and they'll lose their lives because men are so chivalrous and They'll run in to save a woman before they'd run in to save a man, and they'll risk their own lives, which I thought was a really insulting argument on a number of fronts. For one thing, men save men in combat all the time and should save men. If we have someone wounded and you can save that person's life by pulling them to safety, then you should do that, whether it's a man or a woman. And frankly, if you can't go without being shot to save a life, then you, you, know, you shouldn't because you'll be dead too. So... That's reasonable whether it's a man or a woman, and this idea, it was the same thing about gay men in the military, that, oh, no, gay men can't serve because they'll be looking at, at other men the whole time. You know, as if... As if yeah, men... like when you're dying after doing 100 push-ups, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure a guy's thinking, look at the rack on that one, or exactly. that the woman's going, man, I just hope later he asks me out, please, and we're smarter than that. We're, are, we, are we really that shallow? And I guess there, unfortunately, are some people who really are that shallow now this was the first year that the army opened the course to women this was done on a trial basis uh, it, again uh peeking behind the curtain uh at the inevitably of the inevitability of the future perhaps yeah and it's an insult to straight men uh just like it's an insult to gay men to say they can't concentrate on their military duties because there are other men around it's an insult to straight men to say they can't concentrate on their military duties because there are women around it's it's just insulting these are professional these are high some of the highest professionals we have our military is the best in the world uh and they really shouldn't be insulted by these people saying they can't concentrate there's someone of another gender around please Let's take, let's take some calls from a man. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, Let's start it out with uh, Jim in Las Vegas, line three. Hi, Jim. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. What's your take on this? Hi, Leslie. Hey, um, this is very similar to why they don't allow transgender people in the military. That's true. Yeah. And Caitlin is a perfect example of that. And, and that policy is wrong. 
because I think that these professionals can handle and do their job no matter who they're serving with. Frankly, the argument used to be made about letting blacks in the military, that white men won't be able to serve. When, when, when Harry Truman desegregated the military in 1948, a number of people said, you know, the, South, the southern soldiers won't be able to serve with black people. And it's true. A few southern white racist guys said, I won't serve with blacks, and they were either court-martialed or left the military. But the vast majority of, of white guys said, yeah, whatever, you gave me orders, I'm in the military, I'll follow them. So uh, this idea that prejudice should trump service never made sense to me. Now, did you see on TV, on the news last night, what these women, what these, all the people have to go through? I mean, it is not an e well, Leslie said that in the beginning. I mean, I, I don't think a, a man can pass that, and if a woman can, then she should be able to go to combat. Right. Three-quarters of the men failed. Three-quarters right. of the men uh -huh. failed, and 17 out of the 19 women failed. But and, Leslie, I agree with you on the first rip about the guy that molested those kids. Subway, I'm a Jared Fogel. Yeah. I'm a gay man, and I was molested by a priest when I was a child. Mm. And I, I just, that's the most, I, I enjoy my gay life, but it's with men, not with children. Yeah. And it's the most disgusting thing to, to see what happened with that guy. So he should, he should go away for a long, long time. I agree. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, well, thank, thank you so you. much. Th thank you for your call and uh, contribution today, uh, Jim. Appreciate it. Let's go to Reggie in Georgia, line one. Reggie, a comment on this? Yes. Uh, I would just like to know who, who would, well, Mark Levine said that somebody was insulting these women earlier, that if they take over the military, you know, if they fight in combat, that men won't be men anymore. They won't, you know, they have to go and save them before they go save their uh, male comrades or buddies or whatnot. Did you hear that on Fox News or Rush Limbaugh? Or I'll tell you who I heard it from. I heard it from um, back when I worked in Congress, and this is already uh, about 12 years ago now. Right. There was an organization, and I, I, and I don't want to misquote it. I think it may be Elaine Donnelly's organization. It may be someone else. But there was an organization that was opposed to women in combat, and they made the most sexist arguments possible, basically that men are so chivalrous that they'll forget their military duties and just run out and get shot to save the woman in distress. And, and it's, 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 I mean, it's really offensive to everybody concerned, to the women who are fighting, to the men who, are, you know, who would save them. I just don't think the military acts on the basis of gender or should act on the basis of gender. Obviously, people in the military should look out for each other, but it doesn't matter whether they're male or female. Right, and, if, and as I said to Andrew, Leslie's call screening yours too just earlier. If I mean they they tried out and if they pass and graduate fine and if they didn't make it, you know at least they tried. But don't deny them. Don't keep them from trying out. Don't discriminate against them. And, well, these uh, two women apparently are incredible. I mean they're they're incredible physical, mental, physically, it, mentally. They'd be they'd be fantastic in the job. Oh no 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 question about it. Reggie, anything else? Yeah, because I would you know yeah, but you still have a lot of these. Rush Limbaugh, Archie Barker, Fox News Channel types in the world who are you know, misogynistic, chauvinistic, and sexist pigs. Oh, yeah, and, and let alone a certain former reality TV talk, uh, TV, uh, TV show host who's running for president, D.T., you know what I'm saying? 
We do. also a sexist pig, right, Leslie? I think Donald so, Trump is a sexist pig, but it's weird because he contradicts himself all the time. He's a sexist pig, but he happens to be pro-choice, supports Planned Parenthood and women's rights to pre- pre- reproduction and access to clinics and things like that. Reggie, thank you for the call. Darling, next time, please don't call us on a speakerphone. Andrew, you've got to make sure he picks up his uh, landline because that we've, I felt like we were in the hollow echo chamber there. Hey, Mark uh, Levine, uh, y- you know what? They tried this on a trial basis. Any Is the Army saying anything right now that alludes to this trial becoming permanent to uh, open the course to women in the future? Um, and, you know, if, and if this does happen, obviously these two women are to be thanked for that. Uh, no, but I can't imagine they won't. This is a time when now transgender people are being allowed to serve, uh, and, uh, and they should be allowed to serve, and this ancient prohibition against women in combat roles I think will end very shortly as well. So when, you, you know what amazes me, Mark, and you and I know we've heard these people on TV, on radio. We see them tweet uh, on the Twitter page called the radio program you know, about how terrible Islam is to its women. Right. Saudi Arabia, they won't let them vote or they won't let them drive. Make them wear a burqa. And it's like we've never had a woman president. Uh, almost anything with regard to, uh, you know, women with legislation, the conservatives try to, uh, you know, appeal, push back, derail, undo. And we have never had women fighting in, in combat. Uh, yet historically, we have seen other cultures and civilizations uh, use women to fight in combat because they know they're a part of their society and they need every person that they can. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, Israel has been drafting its women uh, pretty much ever since its founding in 1948. Yep. There are women in the European militaries. Uh, and uh, but I won't say we're as bad as Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we're not that far down, but we're, we're getting there. I, I, I believe within one year the, the combat prohibition will, will be removed. Uh, that, that's my well, we're not Saudi. No, we're not Saudi Arabia, but, I mean, the, you know, America's pretty sexist considering we're a Western world. We're uh, definitely more sexist than Europe. I'll right. give you that. No right. We're, that. we're very, I mean, to me, when we, when, you know, we're saying, you know, oh, my God, they, you know, they want to, you know, they're forcing a woman to dress that way. But, you know what? The United Arab Emirates had a fighter pilot who dropped her bombs. She dropped the bomb on That's ISIS, true. baby, right? You know, she That's literally wiped true. their asses off the planet. No question about it. And, hey, Leslie, one thing, Donald Trump may have been pro-choice, but he says he's pro-life now. Now, I, now tomorrow he may go back to being pro-choice. Yeah, it's whatever, the, whatever, however the polls go, the wind is blowing. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, what, what does this tarot card reader say? Yeah, that's true. Hey, Mitt Romney did that, too. When he was in Massachusetts running that's for true. governor, he was pro-choice. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's pro-life. I, I mean, you know, I wonder if we call him today if he knows what he is. Yeah, no, so I don't, I don't think he does. I just didn't want people to think that, you know, Donald Trump is, is, is this liberal. What he is is he's a he's – a He came out supporting Planned Parenthood, though. Um, well, uh, he didn't he – did, he, he's been very – he's been ba- on both sides of that, I guess is what I want to say. He, he didn't come out and say that he opposed the cutting of funding, but he didn't say he supported the cutting of funding either. I think he's just avoiding the topic, basically. Oh, that wasn't what I read. <laughs> well, what I read was that when they asked him if he'd ever given to Planned Parenthood, he said he didn't think he had, but he'd given to thousands of charities, and he may have given to them, and he kind of poo-pooed the whole question. But uh, did you yeah, really well, no, asked- no, but in July, in July of last year, he said that Planned Parenthood should, Planned Parenthood, excuse me, should quote, absolutely be defunded. Then he suggested um, this month, last week, that he could support continued uh, federal funding uh, of parent, Planned Parenthood, and then. He also 
um, uh, called uh, uh, the, the videos terrible. He said, quote, his pro-life views will attract women. And that's actually five hours ago. But then again, <laughs> he also said he also defended Planned Parenthood. So again, yeah. So if you and I are confused on Donald Trump's position, it's not your and my fault. It's because Donald Trump's been all over the map. Very true. Um, okay, buddy, always good to talk with you. Check out Mark's website, marklevinetalk.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Mark Levine Talk, and listen to him every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Leslie Marshall Show Network.